0: Welcome to a very special episode of the Freedom Found podcast as I celebrate two years in business. If you've followed along, you know it's been a wild ride and I am deeply humbled to be here today to celebrate this milestone with you. So today we are doing something a little bit different. Get ready to hear the 24 lessons learned over 24 months running a multidisciplinary business. Let's get going. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. All right, we are going to jump right in today and I'm going to go full force with number one of my 24 lessons learned over 24 months running a multidisciplinary business. Number one, put your blinders up. It's so easy to consume so much content and allow yourself to become bombarded or surrounded, maybe is a better word, with what is going on especially in the online space if you're running a business primarily online marketing on social media etc there's so much noise out there it can be paralyzing if you bring that into your world and you absorb so much of it so my best advice is to create more than you consume put your blinders up follow specific people and choose a select few to let into your world people that you appreciate their perspectives, insights, you share similar values, etc. And then just kind of let the rest fall to the wayside. Number two, stay close to your values. The online business world is like the wild, wild west. You'll see people doing anything and everything to sell, to grow their businesses, to look or come off in a certain way. Don't do that. Stay strong in your convictions and in your values and over time that pays off. Trust me. So What do you stand for? Establish those values, hold them close to your heart, to the core of your business, come back to them time and time again and ask if something is feeling off, ask yourself if you're operating out of alignment with those values and you can start to use them as a filter to judge decision-making processes. Number three, go deep, then wide. This is something that took me a little while to learn in business, and it cannot be more true. If you're going to try to put your hand in all of the pies or hold a million plates in the air at once, eventually everything's going to crumble down or you're not going to be doing a sufficient job at each one. Much, much better to own your expertise, be able to focus on a few or one core thing at one time, go narrow, then you can go wide later. Number four, own your brilliance. You have to believe in yourself before anyone else will, especially clients, especially leads, prospects. They can feel your energy, especially if you're marketing publicly, especially if you're getting on sales calls, talking to people, they feel that. The moment that you embody confidence in what you do, in your expertise, in your offer, the moment your audience believes that and they feel that confidence, If you create the container, the way that you want to work with people, your clients will follow if you are embodying that. Number five, your brand is an experience. It is not a visual. It is not a thing. It is not a one feeling. It encompasses them all. Touch, taste, sense, feel, do, exist. How is your brand existing? How is it embodying your values, your core essence, and how is that feeling translating to those that are interacting with your brand? So, so key. Number six, be willing to unlearn what you were taught. We are all just existing within our own experiences and realities. So if you come from a, let's say, corporate setting or had a boss who was a bad role model, It's first important to unlearn what we were modeled ourselves, what we were taught, and then to redefine what that thing, let's say leadership, means to us. What does it mean to us? What does positive leadership look like? What's the type of culture we'd like to create? Then go out, implement, and execute. This can be applied to a wide range of areas within your business as you continue to grow. So much unlearning needs to happen to find success on your own individual path. Number seven, ask for help. This could be from your family, from a partner, from a business coach. And let me just say, investing in a business coach is one of the best ways to get to the next level. Implementation is part of it. Having somebody there to guide you who's been there is also part of it, which is why I attribute so much of my growth to working so closely with a coach, something I'll continue to always do in my business. And I'll also just say this is something like you don't invest in a coach because you're trying to get the secret sauce, their one answer to how they did it or how to do X, Y, and Z, but you're doing it to continually expose yourself to new ideas and new perspectives that they bring to the table so things that you wouldn't have thought of if they didn't mention it to you or didn't prompt an idea etc it's all about continual development number 8 prioritize yourself i mean yourself outside of business as a human you because if you don't have your health if you don't have your well-being you have nothing i learned that the hard way take care of you first always exercise healthy eating healthy habits, boundaries. Number nine, Instagram is just a fucking app. Get off of it and into the world. Enough said. Number 10, be generous. Share your knowledge with your market. Lots of people will say to teach the what and not the how. I disagree. Share both. Allow your audience to actually have takeaway wins. Allow them to be able to do things Using your expertise and your insights without having to pay you. And that doesn't mean you have to give everything away, but it allows them to say, hey, you know what? Wow. If that was her free stuff, imagine how good her paid stuff is. Okay. And it encourages them then to let you be the go to. And it also just allows you to have that generosity of spirit in your business as well. Remember here that how to content is great, but It doesn't have any weight or value if you're not also educating your audience on the why it matters. So instead of just sharing how to X, Y, and Z, how to do A, B, and C over and over and over in different capacities, you need to also be educating them on the in-between stage. How can you bridge the gap between where they are now and where they want to be, their end goal, with the why? And then you can tell them how to do that with your how-to educational content as well. I also say be generous in terms of what's the impact that you want to make in your community with your business. We donate a portion of all our projects to charities that align with the core pillars of our brand that are close to my heart. You don't have to do that. You can do something similar. How are you making an impact? Number 11. Build a community around yourself. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey. Community is literally everything. Don't try to do it alone. Number 12, set strong boundaries and don't be afraid to reinforce them. Especially for yourself. Most of the time we initially think of our clients and setting boundaries for them, which is wonderful. Set boundaries for yourself. Turn on a timer so that at the end of the day when your alarm goes off, At 5.30 p.m., you stop working. You are able to go, sit, be with your family. Set clear expectations for yourself, those within your team, those within your client base, so that everybody knows what's expected. Number 13, ditch your plan B. I go into great lengths about why this is so, so important. I dedicated an entire podcast episode to it at the end of 2021. So go and listen to why you need to ditch your plan B And hear how that changed everything for me. Number 14, revisit your vision and do it often. Make it visible. Put it up. Put a post it note on your bathroom mirror, on your laptop, whatever you need to do. What is your big vision? What are you doing all of this for? What are you building towards? Make it visible. And if you don't know, Do some deep journaling, do some grounding work so that you can identify what it is you're doing all of this for in the first place because your big vision will be your motivator. Then reassess and always come back to that core why because this is what everything is moving you toward. Make sure it's all still aligned and then you can reassess if not. Number 15, prioritize tasks. If you don't prioritize tasks, and I mean priority as in, what is going to move the needle for you, it will become so easy to sit down every day and take off the easy jobs on your list. Do a little of this and a little of that. You're kind of scattered in what you're doing and you get to the end of the day and you feel like, gosh, I don't actually think I did anything today, although I spent the whole day working. Instead, think what's actually gonna move the needle toward your goal. For example, if cash flow is important to you right now, focus on doing tasks that are revenue generating. If that's all good and you're gearing up for a different goal, like an event, a launch, a new product, et cetera, prioritize tasks that are primarily focused on that. Number 16, be unapologetic. Be you, show up, don't worry about what other people think, be unapologetic. Number 17, always be evolving. Your brand is a continuously developing story. Don't stay stagnant. Allow it to evolve with time, just as the industry, business, and marketing will as well. And with that, remember that marketing is going to be changing faster than anything else. Don't get complacent with it. What worked last year might not work this year. That's okay. Be humble and be ready to implement and refine and repeat. Number 18, hire slow and early. People often wait until they're in a strapped, desperate position, I did this as well, more than once, to hire, to get help immediately, which then encourages a very quick hire, quick onboarding process, to put a band-aid on an internal support issue. This can later lead to a whole host of other problems, like having staff that's unaligned with the business, or values, or even a role that just doesn't quite fit, and you ended up actually hiring the wrong person that you actually needed. Take the time to hire slowly. Many times I actually started hiring processes and I didn't find anyone that I liked. So I scrapped it and I started over again, even if it meant spending two more months in the process to hire and onboard and bring somebody up to speed. Because in the long run, it means having a dedicated team of right fit people surrounding you. So focus long-term instead of short-term band-aid solutions. This leads me on nicely to number 19, encourage autonomy. When onboarding, be slow and intentional with new team members. Hand out small amounts of responsibility in a slow pace so that they can truly master them as opposed to giving them all of their responsibilities at once and expecting them to just understand everything thoroughly in and out in a couple of weeks. I spend months onboarding new team members, slowly handing out different tasks, encouraging autonomy, valuing thoughts, ideas, perspectives, and how to make each one of those better so that then over time, they are a true master of their role. This fosters independent, driven team members ready to expand and evolve with the business as it grows. Number 20, disconnect frequently. From social, from the business, From your email from your phone from life get away from it all and let yourself feel open and free it's often the times when we feel like we have the least amount of time to spare not even a moment for a five minute break that we need that time the most and when if we did allow ourselves to step away even though it feels like we can't we would step back more capable and often with new perspectives that could help us solve our problems in a more simplified way than we were previously executing. Number 21, own your story. Even if it seems like you don't have something special to share, there are thousands of other people out there in a similar position and are waiting to hear what you have to say. This is also so foundational to your brand Own your story. Talk about it frequently. Make sure people know what that is, where you came from, why you do what you do now, and how that matters to them. Number 22, learn to say no frequently. I often get asked how I manage my schedule and inquiries, requests to do various things like collabs or coffee chats, and the answer is in two parts. One is my team who helps support me wherever they can, and two is I just don't. I don't do it all. I have really strict boundaries and I'm not afraid to say no to something because I'm afraid of hurting someone's feelings. Like if somebody asks to have a coffee chat, I just politely say, you know, I I don't do coffee chats anymore, but you know, if you want to engage, I'm happy to chat to you here in the DMs or etc. I give them another avenue. I'm in the business of protecting my time and energy so that I can serve First my family, then my team, and then my clients because that's the order that it needs to happen in. People respect you more when you respect yourself. Number 23, be willing to throw the roadmap out the window. Your business is a living, breathing entity. What you planned for at the end of last year might not be what your business or you need right now. This is a really hard one for me to learn because I would have entire business plans set out in front of me for the next quarter, for the next year. And I would be like, okay, well, this is what we're doing. And something came up, but there's no wiggle room. We don't have the dates. We don't have the time or the capacity or et cetera. And then I realized, but we do. This can be changed. This can be altered if we want it to be. So the way I look at it now is my business plan is a living, breathing document. I can change it. I can adapt it. I can course correct over time. You don't have to do something just because you put it on the plan. If it no longer suits, change it. Number 24, our final point, be innovative. This space has so many lookalikes, so many copycats out there. I encourage you not to create a business that looks like everyone else's. It's really easy to start out mirroring what you see from others online or your business coach or business besties. But what works for them and their place in the market might not work for you. That's number one. And number two, it is not going to help you stand out. In fact, if you're replicating something somebody else's, it's going to encourage you to be blending into the market. So I say create something unique to you. Push the boundaries. Do something you don't see anybody else doing. What bothers you about this space or your industry or your niche? Change it offer something different. Do it in a different way. That is how you stand out. That's how you get noticed. Stand up for what you believe in, stand strong in your convictions, your core values, and how you serve your clients, and remember to be unapologetically you. I hope you enjoyed listening to these 24 things. It has been an amazing two years, and I just want to say a deep, Deep heartfelt thank you to every single one of you who's been a part of this community, who's been a client on the copywriting or on our education mentorship side of the business. Thank you so much for following along this journey. Thank you so much for supporting the Casey brand. I cannot wait for everything else that 2022 has in store because we're going to bring you some amazing things this year. So for now, Go, take notes on your favorite pieces from today. Implement what really speaks to you in your business and remember that like there's no roadmap, there's no anything you have to follow. You can do whatever feels authentically good to you. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please head over to leave a review and subscribe to the Freedom Found podcast. It means so much to our growth and being able to reach and support more business owners like you. And if you enjoyed today's insights and would love an opportunity to sit down one-on-one with yours truly, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories with your biggest takeaway right now. Every four weeks, we're choosing a listener just like you to hop on a free coaching call together. The next one could be you. Have a beautiful week and I'll catch you next time.